You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today, Paul Fink. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, Jim? Good, good. I'm, uh, I'm looking at, you know, all of my technology today, Paul, is just kind of messing with me, is I'm looking at the light. I'm trying to figure out where you're at on the camera. We're trying to use Riverside. I recorded this on the cloud, not on the computer. But you know what? The content of this is going to be so focused and so direct that it's going to make up for all of those technology issues. It sounds like a good idea. You know, and I don't want to say I'm an old guy that doesn't know how to use technology, but every time that I record something or every month there's something new and some new thing to learn. And it's like, I guess I got to just keep up with the technology a little better. But Paul, you're, you were you're just not on the alone, show. Jim. You're, yeah. you're not alone with all that. And just- I, pre- I, need, I need somebody sitting over here off camera saying, okay, Jim, do you just stand over here? Boom. Okay, start talking. Uh, here's, here's the lesson in that is that for entrepreneurs, business owners, people that are out there listening to this, what do we what do we do as professionals? The show must go on and we just keep moving forward and keep doing what we do and watch the magic happen. So that's right. That's right. And and you know what I love about that is that's a hundred percent accurate. Because think about how many times in your life have you, you know, you don't hit a home run every time you're at bat, right? And when you strike out, you don't throw a fit on the way back to the dugout, right? You, you, you take it with class. You process it. What did I learn? What do I'm going to do the next time? And, there's, and it, it's funny because I'll use these baseball analogies, but there's a reason why you have to change pitchers because you see what the pitcher has and he strikes you out. The next time you're up to bat, you see it a little better, right? You just saw all of his pitches. But you don't normally see the same batter the third time because your odds go way up as a hitter once you've seen them twice, right? So now we got to change. And sometimes it's just changing. Oh, I haven't seen that. So it's the same way in, in, the, in the investing world, in the performance world, in the coaching world, and just being an entrepreneur is once you've seen it a couple of times, it's easier to make sure you don't strike out. It, it, it's why the second million is easier. Yeah. So a lot of people just want to skip the first million, go right to the second. They, yeah. Yeah. The, the component of emotional intelligence that I talk, I talk about a ton and the understanding, I've seen it over and over again, when you're not a professional, when you're not doing the thing that in the effective way, and you're one that throws the temper tantrum coming back from the striking out, that's the moment that you lost. Yeah. That's the moment where things go haywire. And most people don't recognize that it's those moments that create either your failures or your successes. It's those moments that create the magnitude of your future or the lack thereof. You know what? I, I love what you just said there because it's it's really the person that goes back to the dugout and doesn't throw a fit. You got to think about what's their mindset. Their mindset is you won that one. I'm going to win the next one and the next one and the next one. And it's a professionalism. Yes. And it's a confidence. The person throwing a fit and everything else, 
that's an ego play. That's an amateur play. Right. It's like, hey, you know, that's a that's a the the ego gets in the way of our performance all the time or our professionalism because it's okay. Did I learn something from that at bat? Did I learn something from that investment or running that business or losing that client? Yeah, as long as I learn something, then I'm making what? Progress, right? I'm developing, I'm getting better. Talk about that a little bit, what you've seen in your lifetime. Oh my gosh. So uh, I am Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. And uh, just to get that in there, the uh, what I've seen over and over again um, is the emotional intelligence, the ability to to manage um, acqui- to manage uh, adversity in in everything that you do, the ability to keep stepping forward. Uh, I've been in most of my uh, experience. I've been an entrepreneur for thirty six years, and. I've branded the term maverick and it resonates so deeply with me because every step of the way it's doing things different than most people is where my success is lied. And when you look at the matrix of how people respond to the world, that's one of the ways in which I look to be very different is that uh, I'm not looking to be a knee jerk reaction. I'm not looking to get, go get, take that temper tantrum when the the shit hits the fan, if you will. It's a matter of how do you how do you manage that adversity and keep moving forward? How do you receive all that garbage? That is, I believe garbage is doled out equally to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets their own their fair share sometime in their life. It's how you manage it that makes the difference. It's how you engage with it that makes a difference with where you end up. So you know what I love about that, Paul, is first of all, this show is is wealth strategies for the unconventional and rebellious. Now, unconventional and rebellious, that's almost the same definition or could be a definition for Maverick, right? No question. And, and, you know, a good friend and mentor of mine, he used to say the majority has never been right about anything. So if you are in the herd, in the rat race, in the majority, you're wrong. Right. I mean, and and so you have to step out. And the only way to step out is you either have to be reckless. Okay. A little bit, but, or you have to have, you have to have a plan. You have to have help. You have to think it through. You could just be reckless and start all these businesses and put all your money in real estate investing and go, oops, that didn't work. Or, you can have more of a plan. And if I wanted to, I mean, when you, when you, we'll stay with this baseball theme. If I want to learn how to throw a ball, how to hit at whatever level, I want to find somebody that has more experience than me and have them teach me, right? Here's how you throw a major league slider. Now I'd love for somebody to teach me, not at 58 or 57. I'm not going to say that because my arm will hurt for days, but I would have liked to back in the day for some you ever notice like professional athletes, their kids become professional athletes? Of course. Part of it's genetics, but a lot of it's mindset. So if you don't have that parent that was an entrepreneur and everything else, where do you get that mindset, Paul? Yeah, it's one of the, one of the things that we're building now. I've got a new nonprofit that we're launching to actually bring this education to children. I've got six children. I've got three sets of twins. And uh, give you a moment to register that three sets of twins, six children. 
That's awesome. That being said, that propelled me to be motivated to create a lot of the wealth that I've created because at the time when I, the last set were born, it was, oh my gosh, I had six kids and they're six years old. How do you manage that kind of financial shift in your life? And so went through and propelled myself through all that. And one of the things that now I recognize is I was able to give my children all the opportunities, both on a financial level, but also on a educational level, that they were by my side, by my wife's side, who works with me all the time as well. And the two of us traveling around the world with them, we taught them how to think, how to be critical thinkers, how to analyze, how to engage with people and communicate, and how to explore the world. Uh, one of the things that I'm amazed at right now, they're, they're all in their in their early 20s, and they all have passports that are even better than mine. Nice. Uh, more, They've all been to countries I haven't been to yet, and I travel all the time. Yeah. And they still have gone to places already in their life that I haven't been to because I taught them to explore, to expand, that anything was possible and they could go anywhere. And they've taken me up on it, and they've gone and and explored on even on their own dime, yes, uh, and created that amazing results and achievement and and focus in their world to create the world that they wanted. You know, it's 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 funny what you just said. There's a couple of things. One, six kids under six. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm I I don't know how I would handle that. I go see Nick Costco, and he's got four kids under thirteen. And it's like, a, I don't want to say it's a zoo. Okay. Well, you know, but, but Some there's days. a lot going on. There's a lot going on, Paul. Yes. And six, yes. that's, you know, I, I wasn't great in math, but that's 50% more. <laughs> but and I've only I, seen the four happen. I, I had one day I was hanging out with a, my buddy uh, who was associated and was working with me. And we had, we were in a suite and I was with all my kids and they all went out for the afternoon and then came back in the middle of kind of a, our having a business meeting. Yeah. And they came and they came into the suite and one after the other came to me either for money or for a question to be answered. Yeah. And, and it was like a rapid fire, bam, 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 answering all these questions. And, when they all left, my my associate was like, oh, my gosh, you just answered more questions in the last five minutes than I might answer all day long. Right. Just with what yeah. happened with your family. Yeah. So so you said said something. OK, you said that. All right. Let's just say in that period of time, you get you get thrown this responsibility, this financial responsibility, this all this 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 whole thing. Right. And you had to make a decision like I could just freeze. I could uh, just panic. I could feel, you know, uh, you know, I could go get a steady job. So I know how much I got coming in every month and I've got this and this and this. But you didn't. Right. right? You 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 took action. And I think there's a lesson to be learned right there. I mean, I think that's a critical point in your life that maybe and, you know, Whatever your challenge is, if you're listening, wherever your six children, that challenge comes in. And I love challenges, by the way. Okay, God, that doesn't mean that at 57, I want six children. Okay, but 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 uh, not that I would. If, you know what? If God put six kids on my doorstep, I'd start building onto the house because I'd say, you know, that's a huge blessing. 
And that's, and I know that's how you see it. And we've talked about it, but, but what is, what lesson did you learn? What do you teach people from that moment? Is to understand that you do have choices. Everything in your life is a choice. And I had a couple choices. I could have buried my head in the sand. I could have decided to suffer. And on a financial level, it was understanding I could go get a job and struggle and, and be behind the eight ball for the rest of my life. Or I could bite the bullet, face my fears, walk through fire so that I, had, I only had to do that once. I only had to do that in that dig deep and do the tough work right away so I didn't have to live in that space for the rest of my life. And, and understanding the, the scope of time, I think is really important in when you're looking at your finances, your choices, and your future, is that most people are like, oh man, that'll be difficult. Well, the reality is it's difficult now. However, you'll get the benefit from it for the rest of your life. And yeah. so do you want difficult forever? Or do you want difficult right now in abundance so that you can enjoy the rest of your life with the benefits of it? And so the faster you get in and do, the faster you'll see the benefits and the longer you'll be able to enjoy them. And so many people will delay the pain today, kind of like ripping off a mandate. They'd rather do it slow. Oh, because it's too painful. When you rip it off, you experience all the pain all at once or all the adversity and, and the, the heavy lifting that then you don't have to do it forever. And yeah. people don't look at the, the longevity of their life and start analyzing with a, a five-year, 10-year plan. When I tell people, uh, do what most people won't do for the next five years, and you will get what most people never get a chance to get for the rest of their life. Yeah, they go five years. That's a long time. I want it now. And guess what happens in five years from now? We're going to have the same conversation because you haven't started yet because you keep waiting for the silver bullet, the, the magic pill, if you will, and waiting for that rather than just put in the tough work for the next five years and watch your whole life and everything you have in your future change forever. And that's what happened with me. That's what I did. And I built a foundation that I've been able to live off of and build empires on top of ever since. That's the key. I love that because you know what? Somebody told me that um, somebody told me that the day that I signed my first at 22, I signed my first financial services contract. There was a guy retiring the same day. He was he was 80 some years old, which I thought was interesting. I didn't understand his, you know, like retiring so late in life. Now I do. And he was retiring and I was signing my contract at 22. So he's ending his career. I'm starting my same day. And he said, he said the same quote to me, work like no one else will for the next five years. You can live like no one else can for the rest of their, your life. Yep. And, and, and I believe that. And I was full of fear then because I didn't know what I didn't know. Okay. And uh, I read a great book called The Magic of Thinking Big in, yeah, yeah. by David Schwartz. And it says, it says, action cures fear. And, and, and now there, there's another point to that. And then I want you to respond to that is, is 
once you overcome a fear, does it come back? It can. And I say that, that you overcome it and it'll dissipate every so often. And thing people have, um, when they don't face it over and over again, meaning they don't really conquer it and they'll attribute it to luck or something else, it, ha- it can. Okay. I like that. But I always think of when I was younger, I was kind of afraid of heights. And then I went to uh, a building in Denver that was, I don't remember if it's 50 floors, but again, people in New York are thinking 50 floors, that's nothing. But I think it was the tallest building in, in Denver, right? Yes. And I remember, and I just, I sat by the window and I thought, I got to get over this fear of heights. And, and so then I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. And then I, pretty soon I wasn't afraid of it anymore. Right. I did. I, I, but it wasn't, it wasn't just once. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it, I made a habit of making sure that that didn't scare me anymore. It got rid of it. Right. <laughs> and then once it was gone, for me, it was gone. Does that mean I want to, I mean, if I right. go up on a hot air balloon and I went to like, you know, went to space, would I be, you know, right. like, oh, wait a minute. And here's what I'll, I'll want to share on that. One yeah. is that, is that if you did it once, you will feel like, and a lot of people say that, oh, I faced my fear. And yet that'll come back unless you really destroy the fear by doing it over and over and over again. I like that. Okay, that, yeah, we're on the same page on that. I think that the thing that people don't get is I really can't stand when people give me all the reasons why they can't do something. And all I want to say is you just haven't figured out what you need to do, but Here's what you need to do. Start. Take action. Yep. Hey, I can't read uh, a book a week. I can't read a book a month. I can't read whatever. I, okay. Read a page a day. That's right. And, and you know what? It reminds me of this guy that uh, he went to his pastor and he was like, hey, I'm not reading my Bible. I can't do this. I can't do that. And the, and the pastor said, well, you read just one word in the Bible every day. I mean, tell me you can't do that. And, and, the, and the guy said, I, I can do that. And so he, now, did he read one word? No, right? And did, did it grow? Yes, because that's the thing about taking action and habits. There's, I mean, I think it's those two things because the common denominator of success by Albert Gray, I don't know if you've ever read that little pamphlet, yeah. but is successful people do things unsuccessful people either can't or won't do, right? right? So you just said, you just said in the very beginning that you you were forced to make a decision, right? Your circumstances forced you, which is great, right? I I love when life makes you make decisions because then all you got to do is make the decision and take action and then grow, make progress. Doesn't matter if it's gradual, doesn't matter if it's quick because it will be both. So, so much of my history has been this this maverick concept of taking action and and moving forward. Uh, I was 36 years uh, now in the making of being an entrepreneur, started right out of college, had my, went straight commission sales, then went into, uh, distribution within six months. I had seven people working with me, uh, with my first distribution company. All this happened when I was in my twenties. And so, and that was in the medical field, dental field. Then I got into real estate investing, so all these were stages in my experience and going, let's do it. Let's get into the game. Let's see what happens and, and never taking no for an answer. Um, yeah. So that advert facing the adversity and doing it anyway. 
One of the things that I've recognized with fear is that it, there is a scale and you don't recognize this all the time is that when you say you face your fear, well, then what's the scale of that fear? So if you take the fear of heights, like you said, you know, so many 50 some floors and I face that fear. Well, what if you go to the top of the Empire State Building? Do you have the same lack of fear now as you did at 50 floors to 100 floors to 120? And ongoing. I did a, uh, I was just in Vegas and and a friend of me, friend of mine just did the stratosphere jump. If you've ever been there, it's yeah. not, it's the sky jump. It's, it's 855 feet straight down controlled zip line. Yeah. I did that about 13 years ago and did it for the first time. And I remember I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fearless. I got this. I got to the edge and went, Ooh, now, that wasn't like, oh, I was scared or anything. I just looked down, went, ooh, you know, yeah. just like just that little. Now, fast forward, eight years later, I did the same jump again. Only this time, I I leaped off of the wow. off of the ledge, like Superman leap. And I recognized that the feeling was entirely different. That the first time I did it, and the second time I did it, and you go, oh, you faced your fear the first time. Everything's great. I was empowered the second time to face it like I was the king of the mountain, and I just was like total fearless. Whereas the first time there was that little bit of, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And that scale just keeps growing. And in investing and wealth building and being an entrepreneur, building that muscle every single day so that you get stronger and stronger and stronger and taking action, facing adversity, doing the things that most people go, ooh, I, I may or may not do. And you do it with a gusto. You move in and do it immediately. You take action today rather than tomorrow. What a difference that makes in where you end up. So you know what I love about that, what you said, and is, um, and kind of as we wrap up here is, if you were going to take somebody up there to that jump that had never done it before, what you're going to say on the way up, you're going to say, hey, you're going to feel like this. You're going to, because I did. You're going to feel this ooh, and I just want you to know I'm right there with you, and I'm going to, and, and this is what's going to happen. This is how you're going to feel. This is everything else. So the person gets up there, it's a little less ooh. Yeah. Right. That's where having a mentor, that's where having a coach, that's where having a guide makes a huge difference. Because if you can get somebody's first jump to feel like your second jump, boom, game over. And that's what we do on a regular basis. And I do, I lock arms with people and go the distance. I've been coaching now for uh, 16, 17 years. Can't believe it. And so tell me about the books behind you running masterminds all around the country. I started a publishing house uh, now about five, six years ago. These are uh, collaborative books because I want to make sure that people get opportunity to engage, build their credibility, and get out into the world with their message. And so we do collaborative books. Uh, and this series is a Be a Success Maverick, How Ordinary People Do It Different to Achieve Extraordinary Results and all their stories and their inspiration. And one of the things that we do is we drive these books to bestseller. We have your website uh, already in uh, 
your link to your website in our website where we advertise these books and your bio and everything is there. Just a great series. And we, we carry those for everybody ongoing. We've been doing this for years now. You know, uh, Paul, we were talking before we started recording and we are so much alike in a, in a lot of ways, man. So my first book is coming out in June and it's called Make Bank Without the Bank, right? Then I'm already writing the second book with Nick Costco, which is Make Bank. And I won't tell you the rest of it yet that because that, that's in, that'll come out in the fall. Excellent. And then just yesterday, a friend of mine who's a brilliant writer, I, I said, hey, you have all this, you know, all this, this gift of writing and you're just so eloquent in your style, but you've never written a book. You got to write a book. He said, well, do it with me. So now I'm doing that one with him too. So that just goes to show you after the first jump, the second, the third jump coming, but I, I'm going to do a series of books, make bank with real estate investment, make bank the Maverick way. Maybe we'll do a book. And Perfect. then those collaborations, because I love collaborations. Yeah. Because I, you yeah. and I talking before this, we, you know, we're getting, we were getting momentum going and we didn't even hit record yet. Yeah, exactly. I've been in now, uh, just figured it out, 18 collaborative books, collaborated with over, I think we're somewhere in excess of 400, maybe even closer to 500 different authors now. Wow. Um, over the last uh, 10, 12 years. That's awesome. All right, Paul, um, we could talk for days, but tell people how to get a hold of you. Tell people uh, and give us kind of some famous last words before we kick it off here. Yeah, so so first and foremost, uh, go to maverickoffer.com. I am the Maverick Millionaire. Maverickoffer.com gets you a great multimedia download about time management, which is the instrumental for everyone's success. And even better than that is to get on the phone with me. We do one-on-one -on -one consults. This isn't a sell-a-thon. This isn't to like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're just going to spend 20 minutes and sell me on something. Not at all. This is a true consult. I'm a, I believe in helping everybody build up their foundation to grow to where they want to be. And that's what those calls are about. So absolutely, maverickoffer.com, you'll have the opportunity to get download, put in your information to be able to uh, get a one-on-one -on -one appointment with me. And I am such a maverick, and what I teach is be happy for no reason. Work for the, for the position that you want, not the position that you have. Invest today to have an amazing future tomorrow, and never, never, never give up because the future is bright. You can succeed. You can create magnitude of results. Let's lock arms. Let's find out what your passion, what your future is all about. Awesome. Paul, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing all that. Um, and uh, we're going to end this like we always do with the incredible words of Earl Nightingale and the strangest secret. So take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now, let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. 
That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.